0: you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds and smokes with your smoke and toast the good old boys. It's sippin' time! Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. We are the best thing on at 2 a.m. And we want to thank you for choosing to listen to us instead of model trains with Kevin. We love those little trees, but we prefer the bar over the trains for sure. I am one of your hosts here this evening. This is good old boy Mike joining me here at the bar is good old boy kevin how's it going and good old boy will hey there today's recording is being hosted at the music city tipler in nashville tennessee my thanks to them and you can catch will and kevin behind the bar here sometimes so uh you know i've actually been to the tipler new york city location which is under the chelsea market on uh, 15th and uh, you know it's a small sign on the side of the building. Um, you just have to look for the hordes of people that are walking around lost from the Chelsea market, staring on their phone and yelling, Ich bin an Röckenschlag. That's actually (laughs) German. And I butchered it. Or, uh, I'm actually, uh, (laughs) I'm in the right location because you literally are walking around with your phone going, my GPS says I'm right by the bar, but I don't see anything. So it's a small sign that says open. That's actually up in the, uh, stairwell there. While I uh, love the thrill of actually finding the tippler in New York City, uh, the Nashville location is expansive, uh, inviting, and it's a a very cool uh, back bar piece that I could stare at all day long. Uh, I'm actually talking about the furniture, not just the smoking hot bartenders that are behind the bar as well. So uh, they have lots of uh, speakeasy style drinks, uh, some of which we'll actually feature on this episode today. So our sub-segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. Uh, here's what's what uh, we're actually going to discuss in this particular segment. It's uh, going to be about uh, uh, three drinks that we have in this Show and Tell series. Will and Kevin are actually masters of art and good old boy actually has some former experience tending par. Today we'll be covering uh, some what I would consider off-the-menu uh, recipes. Um, and each of us has a unique drink that we're going to discuss some history of these drinks and of course we'll be rating them as we go along. Those three drinks that we're going to go through are going to be in this order Menage a from good old boy Mike. I know, everybody's thrilled and excited at that. <coughs> Please keep it down, you know, To del I know, they're already getting excited about that. <coughs> uh, the second drink we're actually going to go through is going to be Tennessee Smash uh, by Kevin. Is going to go through that one and also the kids will excited about that as well. Uh, The third drink we're going to get to go through is spicy gingerita that Will is actually going to uh, introduce for us as well. So those are the three drinks we're going to go through in this segment. Kevin has the honors of going over our sips ratings for today. Excellent.
1: Uh, We'll be tasting discussing these drinks and rating them with these sips ratings plus our signature sound. And here are the ratings. Number one, Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth.
0: Dandelion. Water. Dandelion. I don't think we'll often Water.
1: Number two. Nice. But what else do you have?
2: Well, isn't that nice?
1: Number three. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again?
0: Interesting.
1: Number four. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. And number five. Oh my! I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness! Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Thank you for going through those, Kevin. I'm going to uh, write a note for your method acting class make sure <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. We <are> <laughs> we've covered that ground uh, for sure. Uh, you know, sometimes when people read our SIPS ratings, they don't have nearly the measure of dramatic flair, so I want to thank you uh, for. Uh, definitely uh presenting them in a way that uh, was informative and not boring so excellent all right (laughs) up first is going to be uh the drink that uh uh, i brought for us to talk about uh first off uh, the name of this drink is called menage a trois and uh the history of this drink was uh you know i was having a dinner party and having some folks over that i was a little concerned about uh with the type of drinks that normally you would serve at a at a party you know just you know, whiskey on the rocks, or a gin and tonic, or um, I was just afraid that I was going to be making one too many Cosmo martinis. To be honest with you, and I knew some of the people that were coming to the party that <clears throat> that was kind of all the rage at the time were Cosmos because of you know the it was on. You know, sex TV, the City. Sex <laughs> City. <such> dark time. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very dark time, especially for mixed drinks. That's for sure. And um, you know, it's a it's a good drink. You know, I I did enjoy making it, and we'll probably talk about that on some future segment about just how sick and twisted that experience got for me. But um, I was really looking for something that was going to be vastly different uh, than maybe some of these other drinks at this particular party and so I got to thinking I was like you know I'm really thinking I want something that's probably cream based or has a milk you know uh, base to it or something that was not going to be so hot on the palate Uh, I didn't want something that I would probably throw in as a dessert drink, like a Brandy Alexander or a frozen drink or something like that. Um, So I got to playing around, and a friend had just brought over the Godiva liqueurs when they first came out. And Godiva actually came out with one liqueur that was just a chocolate, and it was just kind of like a dark chocolate, almost a coffee liqueur when it first came out. They actually came back to the market, and they came out with a white chocolate and then a milk chocolate version of these liqueurs. And a friend, you know, uh, gave me the whole set, and I started playing around, you know, with a bunch of these. And uh, I made this absolutely wonderful espresso chocolate martini that was just, like, so good. I mean, you'd want, like, ten of these things after you made them. And so I got to playing around with this, and I kept on looking at the white chocolate, and I just was, like... You got to be able to make something interesting with this. I don't know what it is, but um, so I started playing around with several recipes and then um, then the cook got in my head um, and I thought there are some natural things that should blend well with this. I need some type of fruit that would blend well with this. And I actually started with cranberry um, and it was too tart and uh, I actually uh, had a, a raspberry infused vodka that was there in my wet bar and so I started playing around with that. And so I came up with this drink. Um, so <clears throat> it's basically three things, and that's the reason why it's called menage a trois. Hmm. Uh, because it is raspberry, it's vodka, and it is chocolate are the three basic ingredients in this. Uh, that, and it's a really cool play on words. I like the fact that somebody would be sitting at the bar going, I'll have a menage a trois. Yes, ma'am, you will. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like three or four? <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, so it was just a real play on words, and so uh, I had a really good friend that uh, came over as I was kind of making these drinks uh, for this party, and we were just kind of screwing around with, you know, the name of it. And um, so I'll tell you what his alternative name was after I tell you about the drink. <laughs> All right, it'll make a lot more sense. So, the basic recipe for a, menage a trois are two shots of raspberry-infused vodka two shots of Godiva white chocolate uh, liqueur one fresh raspberry a small piece of dark chocolate and one smoking hot chick that doesn't know how to drink very often (laughs) (laughs) so those are all essential recipe ingredients that you'll have listen don't worry about writing any of this down it'll all be on our Facebook page and you'll be able to look it up uh, along with the uh, episode information as well so just remember three basic things it's uh, raspberry white chocolate as well as vodka those are pretty easy uh, ingredients so listen the prep on this is pretty easy you take uh equal parts of the raspberry infused vodka and the godiva white chocolate you drop it into a shaker filled with ice and um you basically just uh shake it up the other thing you want to do is you want to think about how you're going to serve this so um, I like to have a uh, frozen martini glass, or I'll chill a, uh, a martini glass down. You know, while I'm shaking things up as well. So uh, after you've shaken things up, and uh, the colder the better. On this, uh, since the cream um, really will get warm uh, pretty quick, um, the colder the better. You know, uh, probably as ice is forming on the back end of the shaker is usually my rule of thumb. So you want to drop the raspberry freshly. You want to. Uh, wash it off to <coughs> drop the raspberry in the bottom of the glass. I'll tell you why that's there in just a second. Pour the contents, strain into a martini glass, and then basically just dust the top with uh, chocolate, dark chocolate shavings. Um, you know, probably almost to the point that you obliterate actually seeing the, the base drink. So you'll see a float of chocolate on the top, you'll see all of the white uh, li- liqueur, and then you'll see the raspberry just kind of sitting in the bottom as well. So, um, <coughs> The last part is uh, really important, which is after you've poured all this in the glass, you can start taking bets on the net effect after serving three of these. (laughs) It's going to have. So uh, those are uh, basically the ingredients and the prep on this. Listen, there's a couple of uh, variations uh, around this. Um, So uh, a couple of things that I noticed. um, uh, My first version of this, actually what I did is I rimmed uh, the martini glass with chocolate And uh, it actually created a wardrobe malfunction. So the chocolate shavings, you know, kind of dropped on women's blouses and then they got up and they went away. And that has the opposite effect that you want, which is, this is really good. I'll have another. Not, oh, crap, I have chocolate shavings all over me. So, yeah, uh, look, it looks pretty. Don't do that. Just put the chocolate <laughs> in the glass. It'll hit her lips and she'll never know the difference. So uh, really bad idea. Uh, the other thing is uh, using a bigger glass. So, um, yeah, that uh, the drink actually gets warm and that's not what you want. Um, even if you used a, a larger martini glass with a, a stem on it, um, there's something about women and men can only consume so much, you know, in one particular glass. So, standard size glass. Don't use a bigger glass, um, and uh, uh, that. Uh, the other thing is, is that if you use a bigger glass, it actually ruins your odds. Wondering, you know, how many it's going to take to, you know, to be successful. Mm. That evening, <coughs> adding more raspberries, negative, not a good idea mm. at all. Uh, much like uh, your evening, it's about the surprise, the finish line, because uh, they'll they'll drink the uh, they'll, you know, they'll have the entire drink and they'll go, oh my goodness, there's a raspberry there at the bottom. Well, I'll drink that, you know. And uh, it's ba- basically just been soaked in the liqueur and they go, hmm, that's pretty tasty. You know what? I think I'll have another. There you go. That's exactly your point. That's exactly what you wanted to happen. The last uh, thing you need to uh, do is that, listen, if you are serving more than six of these uh, to any one e- individual, it requires you sending pictures to us directly uh, for the rest of the evening because I want to see what actually happens. I think, <laughs> I think we all would like to see that. <laughs> So listen, my tasting notes, uh, you know, around the Menage à here are, uh, you know, it, uh, it accomplishes the intended goal here, which is to provide, you know, some alternative um, drink to maybe a hot liquor of some kind. Um, it's not sweet enough that I would throw it as a, again, as a dessert, uh, you know, beverage. Um, the thing I like about it is um, people can pound this down. And... Um, You can actually kick up the the vodka, you know, probably as they're getting into the third and fourth drink as well, and, you know, ease back on some of the sweetness of this as well. Um, It depends on your intended goal for the evening. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cool Uh, bartender over there, kick (laughs) up the vodka after the third. Uh, So I think my own uh, SIPS rating probably for the Menage à Trois would actually be a three. Interesting. Which is interesting. What was that again? And that's usually the reaction that most people have, you know, when they they pick this up as well. So uh, I've made this drink here for uh, both Kevin and Will. Uh, Kevin, what do you think about Menage a Trois? Oh, you know, I forgot the. Uh, you you do your rating first. My rating. Oh, then I'll finish the rest of the story.
1: Um, I'm actually gonna have to agree with you. I'm, I was gonna stick with a the three there. Um, interesting. interesting. But what was interesting. that again? What was that again? <laughs> um, I tend not to like. Cream based drinks. Everyone goes through their white Russian face. Um, I had mine. Yeah. (laughs) But, um. There's group therapy Thursday. (laughs) But I, um, it's just got a nice balance to it, some sweetness in there. I definitely like the raspberry in the bottom. Um, that's a nice touch to it. Kind of cleanses the palate. Yeah. 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 I just noticed that. Yeah. Because it's got a little tartness in there Uh too. So it doesn't, it's nice and balanced. (laughs) Yeah. Right? And you can't be the name. Everyone loves the Menage 12 Ah, uh-huh, Yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. Uh, Will, what would you think about
0: the Menage 12
2: You know, I'm going to... I, and I'm not rating this as a four, as in four out of five, but I think let's keep this secret to ourselves. For Me Another definitely fits this, because <laughs> if I'm in a bar and this is not a featured cocktail and I go up and I say, can you make me white chocolate?" A raspberry, a oh, raspberry vodka, and uh, and throw a raspberry in the bottom with some chocolate shavings on top. That's not the glass I'm gonna want to be walking around with alone, but yep. it is a yummy drink, and you can throw it back. It's a lot less. With looking at the ingredients, it comes out a lot less sweet than you would think. It's I mean, not it's,
0: invasive.
2: It's not invasive, and it doesn't sit heavy on you. It kind of—it's got a really clean finish, and so yeah, you can you can pour me another and, and keep on going. Oh yeah, with them. Cool. It's a great shot too. i just take it. Yeah, as a shot. I think that would actually be a really good shot. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's going to be your sips rating on this? I'm gonna have to go four. Four. Let's keep wow. this a secret for me. i Yeah. Uh, <clears throat>
0: Well, uh, thanks. So, uh, the last part of the story was uh, so the name itself. So, after I, uh, I went through and, and uh, started making this drink, and, and my friend was there at my wet bar and we were tasting it. And, uh, you know, I said, Well, I think I'm going to call this Ménage à Trois because it has, you know, basically these three different ingredients. And he just looked at me and he said, Well, I think you should just call it panty grease. <laughs> 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 and I said, Hmm. Uh, While that is A, accurate, (laughs) and (laughs) B, I think that that is where all this is headed, Um, I don't think that it's uh, quite what uh, I was thinking of when I had people order this, so... I can't see people walking up to the bar and going, i like some panty grease, please. Uh, but they would walk up and say, I want a menage a trois. And you, you know, so um, <clears throat> whatever name you want to go with is fine. I'm really okay. Uh, menage a trois or panty grease. Uh, I would say that one transitions into the other as the evening bears on <laughs> uh, for each of this as well. So uh, thanks. Um, hopefully you guys will enjoy that drink. Um, it's uh, pretty easy to find these ingredients, and I'm sure it'll make for a great evening uh, when you get to try it out as well well all right next up is going to be kevin he's going to introduce the tennessee smash to us excellent
1: so this is a cocktail that i came up with uh, about a year ago we are definitely here at the bar by the way oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um <clears throat> it's basically a cross between a sour and a julep um i like to use jack daniels in it that's where the tennessee and that's where the name comes from um Specifically, Jack Daniels, it's got that kind of charcoal filtration, um, those notes in there that really kind of pop through in the cocktail. So it's basically uh, Jack Daniels. You can substitute if you don't have Jack Daniels around, but everyone has Jack Daniels in their house, I hope. (laughs) Mm. Um, Most everybody does. Most, Most everybody, everybody does. does.
0: Except people that like other whis- <laughs> other Tennessee whiskeys. Other Tennessee whiskeys. <laughs> yes, that be uh, yep, that <laughs> would be me. Yep, that would be me.
1: So we have uh, fresh lemon juice. No substitute for fresh juice. Uh, maple syrup. Um, fresh mint. Um, and peach bitters. So basically, um, it's going to be two ounces of Jack Daniels. And I like to start with the mint first. And you got to have fresh mint high-quality mint, and all you need is about six to eight mint leaves, and um, no stems in there. You're definitely not going to want to get any stems in there, and no muddling necessarily. You just give it a little little smack, little pop, get those
0: oils out of there. Um, so, my secret about uh, working with mint is just that. Yeah. I literally take the mint, and I... Smack it in my hand. Because that's exactly what you're doing, is you're just releasing the oils. Exactly. So it works with mint and small children. And small children, (laughs) children, exactly.
1: (laughs) Excellent.
0: (laughs) So we're gonna take some fresh mint. Uh I'm sorry. For those of you that didn't (laughs) quite understand those instructions, do not take the mint, put it on your child's head, and then smack them. Just take the mint away, then smack them, okay? (laughs) Oh use what you have. (laughs) There you go. That's funny.
1: Um, we'll take some fresh lemon juice, again, no substitute for fresh juice ever. If you don't have fresh lemons, don't make this cocktail. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) That should be a standing rule. Exactly. So, three quarters of an ounce of, um, fresh lemon juice, and then we're going to do some maple syrup. Um, I like grade B maple syrup. It's got a little bit heartier, but whatever you have at home works, um, and then, um, We're gonna do two ounces of Jack Daniels and uh, two dashes of Fee Brothers Peach Bitters. Cool. Um, Basically just shake that, (coughs) shake it up, strain it out. I like to double strain it to uh, take all those little bits of mint and everything out of there. Makes a nice, consistent, clear cocktail. Um, And then just garnish with a little fresh mint sprig on top. Slap that baby, express those oils, and drop it on top. And it's going to be delicious. Um, It's a well-rounded cocktail. Um, It's nice and balanced. It's got some sweetness in there. It's it's a little bit tart from the sour, uh, from the lemon juice. Um, But all in all, it's delicious. The peach bitters kind of come through in the finish. Mm -hmm. Um, Add some more sweetness in there. It's delicious.
0: So what would be your sips rating on this? As an all-around cocktail, I'm going to give this a four. Wow. How about that? Let's keep this (laughs) secret to ourselves. Give me another. Uh, Exactly. And uh, I always say you are your own worst critic. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) uh, at least for for myself. Um, Kevin, would you... uh, I'm sorry. Will, what did you think about Tennessee Smash?
2: Uh, I've had this cocktail working with Kevin... I mean, I can't count how many times, uh, and but and as much as I like it, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give it a three. It um wow, and that well, I'm a bit and well, I'm just I'm in part I'm a bit partial when it comes to whiskey cocktails. First of all, I I basically drink all whiskey as an old fashioned, and this is it's good, but it's good for in my opinion one you it is as close as you will ever get to a whiskey mojito, and it's a great cocktail if people aren't whiskey drinkers and you want to bring them into that fold with something. Pretty easy on the palate because it does sip. I mean, it's it's smooth and it goes down easy and it's good. But it just, I, I you know, I wouldn't, I couldn't picture myself pounding these back. Um, it's it's a heavy cocktail. You know, it, it takes you. It's got a lot, a lot of flavor and a lot of things going on in it. So for that first one, it's great. But if you have three, you're gonna you're gonna sit down and be kind of like, all right, huh. to switch to something. <coughs> uh,
0: so th- I think that's a question that I have. Kevin, when you normally serve this, do you serve it in a in a rocks glass and
1: yeah, that, definitely s- definitely in a portion? rocks glass over ice. Um, if you want to do it with crushed ice, I I, I serve it with crushed ice sometimes I as just, well. I
0: can't see it in a tall glass. So no, no, yeah. no, no,
1: definitely in a rocks glass. It's just it's a summer drink, you know. It's hmm. it's almost like you know a Lynchburg lemonade style,
0: julep style. Hmm. Uh, please don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh... not exactly like made. So, uh, well thanks i appreciate uh... your discussion about that will so um, you know really great drink uh, you know so the first thing i wrote down is this is very citrus for uh... was the thing that uh... struck me and i love the fact that you are have this you know die hard fresh juice always i mean you cannot substitute uh, some some ingredients just need to always be from scratch and fresh, and that's kind of one of the things that I it really drives me nuts with bartenders is when they they pull out a you know a mix uh, you know for making anything. Um, if there was anything I had to ban from the bar, it would be sweet and sour mix. Exactly. Um, yeah. Unless you've made it. Well, like unless you can unless make your own. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you want to make it at the beginning of each shift, then I'm okay with that, and, and I do know some places that do that. So no problem with that. Um, you know the the one thing that uh, we talked about when I uh, w- when I had this was it's just this very interesting trip. Um, you know with your palate. So it, I was kind of comparing this to the mojito, where the mojito is a very what I call a goes takes your palate from point A to point B. Um, it starts and it finishes and that's it. And it's on and off the palate and you know you move on to another sip. This is takes your palate on what I call a stroll around the block you know um, the first thing that hits you is that citrus and, and definitely hits you know the aroma that you get off this is um, it really uh, hits your sense. You'll smell the mint and you'll taste that, that lemon juice right off the bat then all of a sudden, it's like somebody walks up and grabs your belt and says, "Hey, let's go around the block a couple of times." This is door number one, you know. This is this is wood, you know. And door number two is, "Hey, this is bourbon." And um, by the way, uh, let me remind you of the stuff we saw at the beginning of the journey. And then it comes back in, you know, into the fold. And then you go down a couple more doors, and you know, so it's it, uh it, instead of having this this very you know on and off you know the palate, it kind of takes your you know palate kind of around the block is the way i described it so i really thought it was a, a great improvement to what is already a classic drink you know the mojito but um with everything that's being done you know with tennessee whiskey right now i would love to see this you know in a wide variety of types of tennessee whiskey you know um, <clears throat> I have respect for the one that you made it with, but I'd, I'd love to I'd love to see it with you know other products like Collier and McKeel. I'd love to see it with you know Cumberland Cask, which is unfiltered. I'd love to I'd, I'd love to see it with um, even Pritchard's. Um, I think would be a interesting choice. Um, so it would be great to you know kind of see all of these you know varieties and see you know do they kind of round things out or improve or enhance the drink? You know because I, I, that journey you know, that I talked about uh, could get a lot longer you know, exactly. definitely mm-hmm. with some of those other whiskeys um, so my sips rating for the Tennessee Smash is going to be a 4 that's let's that's keep nice. this secret to ourselves pour me another is exactly what I would say if Excellent. I were at the bar uh, for this so um, I tell you what we're going to take a quick segment break here and we will be right back with uh, Will's uh, choice here at the Chantel mm-hmm. Show Thanks for uh, coming back and joining us after that uh, quick segment break. Uh, we are here talking about model trains with Kevin this evening. <coughs> uh, we're here on inserting our third tree here next to our tunnel. And uh, so it's really a fascinating discussion that we're having. <laughs> now, thanks for coming back to Sip, Sudden, and Smokes. Uh, this is our uh, mixed-drink show, and we're talking uh, about show-and-tell uh drinks that we've all brought and we're down to uh will has a really great drink we're going to get to talk about this drink is called spicy gingerita i look forward to all hearing all about this take it away will uh so the spicy
2: gingerita is a cocktail i've been making for honestly a little over a year now um i know the name sounds like it's some you know Rita canned cocktail but it um it's actually a bit more complex than that it started off it well. I'll walk you through it at the beginning. It's two ounces of a Reposado tequila. Uh, and that could be, I, I started using Milagro Reposado, but um, as long as it's something that's not too overbearingly like hot on the front, you don't want an extra high alcohol content. Wait, and wait,
0: you know what? I, I can almost hear the band playing in the background. You know, I hear them coming in. They're playing this Mexican song. <laughs> the, the heat is all
2: over this. Keep on going through. Well, it. the heat because well, the thing is, you're getting the heat from oh, somewhere guys. else. Oh yeah, little mariachi, <laughs> Mike. Um, <laughs> so you got your two ounces of a reposado tequila, softer, softer tequila, um, and as Kevin said earlier, you've got 0.75 ounces, three quarters of lime juice, and it has to be fresh squeezed. Uh, Kevin is one that really got me on that train, and. And it's true, you cannot substitute that for for anything. How
0: many times you have to slap it?
2: Uh, all the time, pretty hard. pretty often. That's what and, all the time. I don't think he's used his muddling stick for a cocktail in four months. What but say he's used it say on that bottle? Often. It says
0: real lemon. You know what that is? That is not real lemon. Put that <laughs> bottle down. <laughs> um, this yellow thing is a real lemon. Stop using <laughs> stop using the bottle that says real lemon. Pick up the thing that is a real lemon. Yeah, at least they
2: shape the bottles like real lemons too. So oh, that you know. is such a fake. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, close. And then, uh, and then you're going to use, so you've got your tequila, your lime juice, and it's very much like a margarita. You've got tequila, lime juice, and you can use a quarter ounce of agave. Uh, some people uh, that made it when I ran it at a bar called South, they switched and started using simple syrup, which is okay. But agave has a different flavor. Yep. It is sweeter. And you, the thing with this is the final two ingredients are, uh, you're going to cut up, uh, preferably jalapeno peppers. Um, three little dimes of that and top it with ginger beer and so you're getting a lot of the sweetness from the ginger beer and that's why you just need a dash of that agave and with simple syrup it's really easy to mess that that balance up and it's a very the balance is pretty important in this cocktail so you shake it up uh Uh, all just literally you don't have to muddle anything you just throw those those dimes of the jalapeno in there uh three small ones of them try not to do too many seeds shake it up uh do it over you know cold draft cubed ice uh crushed ice will water it down too much um i serve it in a collins glass uh and topped with ginger beer and it's a really yummy you know spicy cocktail and i it was it's I was trying to make some sort of spicy margarita and I started by doing a peach habanero syrup. Uh, this was a year ago asked me to come up with some sort of margarita thing for a cocktail menu and I made this peach habanero syrup and it came out and like habanero was so hard to control it was just fire. Um, so I actually used it. You know you hear about bartenders giving someone matte shots. I
0: don't sm- love you anymore will you burn my palace? Yeah,
2: I did that to one or two people but yeah so you know the cruel cool bartender giving a matte shot or a cement mixer well I gave three unlucky friends of mine, uh, peach habanero syrup shots at about 2 a.m. on a Saturday. Oh my god, you got no Christmas gifts that year. Oh, it was, <laughs> nope, they um, don't worry, everything comes back. It was a full circle punishment, so that that followed me. Um, but yeah, and I finally settled that the lime juice, reposado tequila, a little bit of agave, fresh caught jalapenos, and topped with ginger beer over KD is is the way to go. Um, and then I've been using that right on the cocktail menu here is that and, uh, and yeah, and that's that's the finished cocktail and I'm not touching it.
0: So a couple of questions about your recipe uh, before you give your Sips rating. So the agave that you use in this, I know that agave comes in a wide variety of grades as well as color. Mm -hmm. So light agave, uh, heavy, dark agave? or use a light agave. Light agave, Uh,
2: okay. But I use a light agave here at the Tipler, and we have a house-made ginger beer that we make, initially made specifically for mules because we make a lot of Moscow mules. Mm -hmm. um, And so I'm able to use the light agave because it doesn't need to be as heavy because that's a pretty sweet ginger beer. If you're going to use at home something like, uh, you know, Gosling's, you know, you're getting your canned ginger beer, mm-hmm. um, or Q has a, you know, great uh, ginger soda you could also use as well. Then you're going to want to probably switch to a darker agave because uh, you're going to need a little bit more sweet, a little bit more tack to cut out that that jalapeno. So,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what's gonna be your sips rating here for the uh, it is spicy uh, gingerita. You know Sorry, I forgot the name. I've I've gotta give it a four. Ooh. Let's keep this a secret to ourselves,
2: pour me another. I don't believe it's a secret drink. Um, is the only thing. I, this is you can throw this and I have done before, you can throw it in pitchers and this can be a shared cocktail, you know, amongst a group. But but yeah, I gotta give it a four. It's not the best cocktail I've ever had in my life, but
0: it is pretty good. Huh. Uh, and I enjoy it. <clears throat> Well, a very uh, interesting uh, drink, definitely. Um, So this happened to be the first one that we made of the the three that we're going through. Um, My tasting notes for the Spicy Gingerita, I'm sorry, I forgot the name of it, um, (laughs) was, uh, you know, it has a really sweet ginger bite. It's almost like, you know, somebody attacking part of your palate uh, and kind of grabbing hold of it um, so that that it... uh, Uh, It's not the heat part. It is actually the ginger part that seems to kind of put a snap, you know, on on your palate. It's really wonderful balance. Um, And so it's the balance of uh, the sweetness of the agave, the heat of the pepper, um, and the ginger itself, uh, both adding sweetness as well as some variation you know in sweetness coming all through and um it just really has you know this really kind of wonderful balance to it very unique ingredients um i would venture to say that uh, this is the first time i've actually had this blend of ingredients you know (laughs) in in uh, one beverage um so that was the thing that kind of caught me is just that balance and the unique aspect of it all um my, uh, uh, you know, super uh, technical term is, hmm, uh, wow, really? Uh, hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Very professional. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's I, it's part of the professional technical, you know, vernacular that I bring to that, which is, hmm, really? What was that again? Uh, you know, I wouldn't classify this as a, a before uh, at, I would classify it as a before dinner drink. I don't think that I would have this during the meal or after the meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something that I would actually have, you know, as you're maybe waiting for a table or something like that. So, um, really great, uh, uh, really great drink. Um, I have to say this is a four. Uh, that's my sips rating for <laughs> uh, spicy gingerita by Will. <laughs> Kevin, what did you think of spicy gingerita? I love this cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> this,
1: is, this is a great cocktail. Um, and your check is cashed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, we've, uh, we've made it great and um, well-balanced. It's definitely, it's got some heat to it. So um, it's definitely probably one that you, if you don't like spice, you're not going to like it. But um, no. all in all, it's definitely, I mean, I think it's great. And um, I, I drink them all the time. Mm. Yeah. You like more heat or less heat? In that speci- in, in specific, this specific drink? In this specific drink, yeah. Um, or I think at like it just where it is. I think it's just. I like just enough heat. I'm not someone that. Some people like really spicy Bloody Marys and all that. I'm not into that. I like a little heat, just to get get the little bite. Mm-hmm. Um, just enough. Hmm. And I think that cocktail definitely does that.
0: So what's your sips rating here on Spicy Gingerita, then? Um, I want to give this one, I'll give it a four. Four oh well. definitely How a four. Yeah. Four's all the way around. Well done. Uh, well hit out of the park there, Will. Ah, thank uh, you, great, guys. Great beverage. So uh, the, uh, the ginger beer that's in this uh, will actually be on our other segment uh, that we're going to cover with the Moscow Mule. Um, but I had a chance to actually try the ginger beer just kind of all by itself, <clears throat> um, and I agree with you. I think that's part of the reason why this drink is exceptional is because the unique aspects of the ginger beer that you have here at the Tibbler as well. I think it'd be very difficult to kind of replicate this this drink exactly the way that you get exactly it yeah. here. Exactly. Yeah.
2: I mean, and I and I, I told y'all it, it it originated from another bar. And when I got to make it here with this ginger beer, that that was when I really felt that that you know this was this is the finished cocktail. This is what this is what I want it to be. And and yeah, I mean you can do things to bring it close to that, but but without the uh, without that house made ginger beer, it's it's going to be a slightly different cocktail. It is still it is still good, but you're going to have to play around on your own with the with the build to get that same balance.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, there you have it. Uh, those are three drinks uh, that you can try out on your own, uh, all originals that we've gone through today. We are so glad that you stayed awake here on The Hour. It's 3 a.m. Join us next week as we discuss model trains with Kevin. <laughs> and we discuss a very important topic, glue and you, the untold story of addiction. <laughs> 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 well, it was Hey, listen, uh, thanks to all of our listeners at Sip, Suds, and Smokes. You can catch all of our episodes online on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, PRX, YouTube, at this lower bar, and Spreaker, <laughs> our native media host. Our terrestrial radio stations are questioning, why in the heck did we not get one of those drinks sent to us? They're always expanding. And if you would like to hear this particular show on your favorite radio station, make one of those spicy gingeritas, send them a note, and send them a gallon of that. And tell them you'd like to see this show on their radio station. You can reach us... Online anytime at info at sips, suds, and smokescom Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every single day. At sip, sud, Smoke is our handle. Our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll get to see all these recipes uh, on our uh, Facebook page as well. Listen, do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us. And we get to see your feedback as well. You can start off with, oh, Kevin, he sounds so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he that voice you know what uh, Will sounds good but that drink sounds pretty hot to me <laughs> <laughs> we do love your feedback I want to thank my co-host for being here Kevin thank you for joining us thank you Will thank you for joining us here on Sip well, thank you Mike this is good old boy Mike I'm going to ask you to join us once again and keep on sipping